All right, welcome back. Bucks have a huge game against the Vikings this week. It's been a long time since it's uh, week 13, and the Bucks are in the playoffs, if it were to start today. They've got four games. Uh, none of them are going to be easy, but uh, certainly they'll be favored, and they have a great chance uh, to win them and make it back to the playoffs. All right, want to welcome in our good friend. He uh, is not only a member of the Ring of Honor at the Buccaneers, future Pro Football Hall of Famer, my uh, opinion, and the vice general chairman of the Valspar Championship. He is the great Rondé Barber. What's up, Rondé? How you doing, buddy? What's up, buddy? I like when you uh, introduce me as the future Hall of Famer. Keep yep. saying that. Say it loudly, brother. Say it loudly. Well, if they just get me in the room instead of Ira, <laughs> that this deal would be done. I'm just saying. I don't I've know what had, the hell he's I've doing. Had, I've had plenty of great conversations with Ira. He's doing a great job. He's my guy. It's the rest of these guys we got to get on board, knuckleheads yeah. that they yeah, are. Well, I don't think any of them watch me play, so they don't understand what I'm about. So. That, that's, and that's a problem, right? I mean, that's a problem. <laughs> well, I tell you what, what, one problem, and I'm not on the soapbox or anything, but one problem is like once you're five years past and your name is not out there anymore, now all of a sudden you're looking at stats, and yeah. stats don't tell a story. Right. You know, they can. Um, so the first ballot, no, you know, no brainers. The Peyton's and Charles Woodson's like going in this year. Yeah, they're easy. But when you start digging through the weeds on how good these these this next level of player is or was, it's you know how do you figure that out? Are you gonna go back and watch a, a gang at football tape? You know nobody's doing that. But who has better numbers than you all around? I mean, you want to talk numbers? I, I mean, know. what well, fourteen hundred tackles? Yeah. I mean, you see, you see, you see what I did there, right? Yeah. I just set you. I just set I you, you up. I know you did. I mean, the only guy with with the, with the the picks and the sacks, and I mean, you were the most all around, multi purpose tool player in a historic defense that won a Super Bowl, a, a defense that changed the game. I mean, what more criteria do you need? I don't think there is one, brother. I, I, I oh. not be, I'm not being uh, uh, you know uh, boisterous or overly prideful when I say those numbers will never be matched again. They never they will just be. Won't. Never. They just won't. They yeah. just won't be. So, uh, guys won't play long enough to do it. Yeah, to be that's, that's the other thing. Yeah, and, that, that's for and, sure. No, so whatever. We'll no. have that argument for a different show. Someday, <laughs> someday soon, it, it it will happen. So, so let me that, let's talk a little golf here. You're the uh, the vice general chairman now. Yeah, it sounds like a, a Politburo appointment of the Chinese <laughs> government, but Mr. Chair, go ahead to call you Mr. Chairman, Chairman Rondé. You can wait to call me that next year. Okay. After after next year, after this year, well, I guess coming up tournament. Vice General that. Chairman uh, yeah. Rondé. So what, what is your, what is your, uh, uh, what do you do for this now? Do you just play golf and, and get the other PGA Yeah, because it's, yeah, it's that easy. That's yes. all you do. That's all you do. No, no, spot, no corporate golf. sponsorships or anything no. like that, right? No, we, we don't do anything. We don't go out asking no. favors or any of that. Stuff or putting together, you know, a seven, really eight day uh, event. It's not a golf tournament, it's an eight day event. Um, so I joined this deal five years ago. Les Muma uh, from uh, USF fame. Yes. Um, he's, uh, he brought me on the board, and then Keith Robinson was our next chair. And then Jim Ice, who was our current general chair, uh, invited me to be his vice general chair, which means in two years after his appointment, I'll take over. So I'll take over after this upcoming tournament. But now our board is uh, our board is a fantastic group of you know, men and women uh, around the community that you know some are influential, some are not. Um, um, but we our our goal really is to raise money for charity and put on one heck of a golf tournament. Um, and and we've 
been very fortunate to be able to do that exponentially so the past couple of years until we had to hit the brakes this year uh, or I guess this past year in March uh, when COVID canceled our tournament. Um, but we're optimistic, you know, 2021 is going to be a, it's going to be a better year for everybody, yes. <laughs> including, including us. Yes. Yeah. We, we, we got hit pretty hard because we were the week after the, the uh, players championship. And so we were completely built out. So we had a lot of work to do to get our numbers, you know, back to a respectable place. And we, and, and we did, and we had some assistance along the way and we've got great partners, uh, our sponsors and whatnot. And, um, they helped us out. And so we're looking forward to serving them this year and in, in the community this year, uh, when our tournament, which has moved, yes. um, which I'm sure you've mentioned in yes. on this, uh, but it's, 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 it's fair to state it every time that we are no longer in March. We are now April 25th, really the Sunday before, because we have events starting on the Sunday before, uh, but the tournament starts a- April 29th to May 2nd, and uh, we're looking forward to it. It's, it's shaping up to be uh, as good as it can be, considering what limitations we may or may not have. Well, I, I kind of I like the new date in that it's between the Masters and the PGA, because the Masters, I think, for most people, is kind of the beginning of the, of the golf season. So it, it just so it gets everybody in the golf mode. So you're a couple weeks after the Masters and then a couple weeks before the PGA, so the guys yep. – like Tiger, who don't play uh, the week before majors, have a great opportunity to come play here, right? I think it's yeah, a perfect that's a, time. That's a great – so you've said most of what I was going to say about our date change, <laughs> but but look, there's a World Golf Championship which always uh, conflicted uh, right. with the schedule, and, and there's two of them really in February and March. There's a World Golf Championship at the end of February, and then the Florida Swing starts with Arnold Palmer and then the players, and then the Honda, all Florida events, the first three weeks of March, and then there's another World Golf Championship. And it's, mm-hmm. so we were in the maelstrom when we were in March, and then you were a couple of weeks before the Masters or whatnot. Yeah. So with this, with this date change, we move out of that, you know, that 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 bunched up group of tournaments where players really had to decide, you know, which of these two or three tournaments am I going to come to? Because they're all going to the players. Most of them are always going to Arnold Palmer for the uh, historic value of playing right. in Arnie's tournament, mm-hmm. um, and. You know, then it was really between us and Honda, and you know which guys weren't going to the World Golf Team. It was it, it's a mess, you know. And, and our our tournament director Tracy West does a great job recruiting these guys oh, and, yeah. and, and and selling what is really one of the best courses in Florida and and and, and the Copperhead. Um, but now that we're out of it, you know, the, there's the Heritage right, right after the Masters. There's Zurich right before us, and then us. And yeah. like you said, the PGA is not that many weeks after, so. Um, we're, we're in a good spot. I think our field will be just as good this year as it was supposed to have been oh. last year. Well, last let's year talk about a good that. Year, I mean, you, had, Man. you had DJ. Uh, you know, I you know I heard rumors that Tiger was looking for a house. I think I think he, I think he would have been a late commit. I really do. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you had everybody last year. Yeah, we had Brooke and DJ committed early, yeah. which was which was fantastic. Huge. Gary Gary Woodland, who had who was the previous year's U.S. Open winner, he yeah. he was he was committed. Um, you know, our field was, was going to be strong. You know, we were pretty optimistic that Justin Thomas was going to commit to us. Uh, I can't speak on the Tiger thing, uh, but I was hoping. I can't. I, can't. <laughs> I was hoping. You're not allowed to, but I can. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it, w- it would have been uh, as strong a field uh, as, as we've had, other than the, the obviously the one year with, with Tiger and Jordan Speed committed to us on the same on that same Friday, and our, and our tournament completely blew up, got on the 
really placed itself on the map, even though yeah. it had been it had been trending in that direction. Mm-hmm. You know, that tournament really you know showcased what um, you know what Copperhead Charities has done for this area and how good of a golf course Copperhead really really was because oh, everybody was talking about it. Phenomenal. I mean, and that's why the, and that's why these players will keep coming back uh, time and time again. Uh, and, and you have you have good relationships with a lot of these players, which is one of the reasons yeah. you're uh, you're on the board here. Um, yeah. Who have you? Who are the guys you've played with? And, uh, and well, sp- easily easily my best friend is Charles Charles Howell. I've yeah. known him for years. I met him back way back in the day, back when we were doing um, uh, back when we were doing um, uh, uh, training camp at Disney. Oh, right, right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah the early up. aughts. Yeah, yeah. He showed up with Mark Russell, who's a tor- tournament official, and you know we went to dinner, and we've been best buddies ever ever since then. But um, I played with uh, who I play with. Uh, play with Kevin Na out at uh, oh yeah uh, some event out out west. Um, um, I've played with. Uh, oh, have you played with name. Tiger yet? I've not played with Tiger. I've, I've met Tiger. I've, yeah, I know you I've have. been around yeah. been around him, but I've never been on a golf course with him. Yeah. Um, but I've played with it with a handful of guys. Um, you now, know, there's nobody. a lot of there's a lot of um, I know Brady. Have you played with Brady yet? You play with Brady, right? I played with, with him, Tom when he first got here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Did you beat him? Um, you beat it. I know you beat I, him. I, I did beat. I did beat him. Yeah, did. I actually played with him a couple of weeks, or maybe ten days before he was on the match, too. Yeah. Uh, and uh, I remember. I mean, was I on with you, or was I on with somebody else? I was telling him, like, you're going to be surprised how well Tom plays. <laughs> he played like crap. He <laughs> then played I'm, terrible. And then of course he lets nerves get in the way, and he. And he I was surprised he was nervous. I mean. Uh, I mean, I get. I don't. I mean, it's not his domain, right, you know. And right. he's in a domain with two of the best of all time. Yeah. Uh, and 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 a a, a quarter a rival, a peer rival of his that um that I know for a fact was needling him the entire time. Because <laughs> Peyton is the best trash talker in, on the planet. He is. So, he is no doubt. So, and so. Uh, all right, let's let's good let's transition to Brady at this point or the Bucks. And I, I got to ask you when when you're watching the Chiefs game and you're watching Tariq go for two oh three in the first quarter. <laughs> And and Carlton Davis just trying to stay with him, and and Mahomes is throwing dimes, and I felt bad for Carlton. Really, he's kind of hung out to dry. What were you thinking when you were watching that? Uh, thank God I'm not playing professional football. <laughs> <laughs> what if, what if Todd Bowles came to you and said, "Hey, you got you got uh, ten man to man, no help today." Be like, uh, "What up, Coach? What?" Hey, man, I'd turn to somebody else in the secondary and be like, "I know he said I got this guy by myself." But if you're sitting over there helping me here in a second, yes. Tyree Kill is, I mean, other than being the fastest guy in the league, I mean, he's like a contortionist, man. Yeah. He made, like, stupid catches. Two, two of those catches, Carlton got himself in pretty good position, and the dude still made a great play. Yeah. You know, the other one he just kind of got ran away from. Yeah. Um, but, you know, the, the team, the, you know, Todd's been most of this year, if you remember, if you go back to last year, most of Todd's pressures were man pressures, guys on the line of scrimmage, and we gave up a bunch of yards, right? So right. this year, as I've been watching it and paying attention and talking to some of the guys there, you know, they're they're more of a zone uh, team. They're off coverage a lot more. They're not giving up those type of plays. But I think, you know, the idea when you're playing a Patrick Mahomes is that you cover up early and hope that your pass rush can get there. Because offensive line's not great. I mean, their left right. tackle got abused all, all game long, uh, just abused. It's just that kid is so good. 
getting away and backpedaling away from pressure and you know being able to find those ridiculous arm angles to put the ball wherever he wants to and you know, he, he 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 was just good he outdid us and and really only outdid you for a half a half and a, a little bit yeah. you know he made some plays at the end of the game um, but the, the adjustments were good in the second half it just it just wasn't enough yeah, um, yeah he's he's They're a good, good team man if you would ask 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 at the beginning of the year if you thought they were going to beat that beat the Chiefs, I don't think you, you no. would have said yes. You wouldn't have said yes. So, so. the thing that worries me, though, is that, you know, this, you know, what what Goff did with Cooper Cup and um, mm-hmm. and Woods, I mean, the, these outside receivers, and here comes Thielen and Just, Justin Jefferson this week with Kirk Cousins. Yeah. And even though they're not, the Vikings' numbers aren't great offensively or defensively, that that that's the only thing that scares me about this week is being able to cover up those those two guys. This is a big week, JT. Oh, I mean, this is, this is, to me, this is a must-win game. Yeah. Uh, just because of the playoff implications, you know, the Vikings are what they're six and six, right? Yep, yep. So they're only a game behind us, and if they, if they, if we lose this game to them, we're always trailing them with a tied record for the for that last playoffs, with the tiebreaker for the last playoffs spot. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and and you just said it. Look, this, this is not the same Vikings team from the last five years. Not even close. Yep. On defense, they're not. Nearly what they once were. They they, they lost two cornerbacks. Uh, Anthony Barr is gone. They the lost the best, yeah. the best rushers. And, you know, Daniil Hunter is on IR. Yeah. Um, so there's some vulnerability there. They get playing with I think three young corners. You know, two rookies in the secondary. Um, but on the other side of the ball, man, Kirk Cousins isn't lighting it up. But Justin Jefferson is top ten in the league in receiving, and Adam Thielen is the second most receiving touchdowns in football. I mean that's significant. They yeah. still got a great. They still got a great tight end too. It's just you know this is a, this is a team that will beat you. I don't think they're good enough to beat the Bucks, but they will beat you if if you if you hear what I'm saying. Yeah. They 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 shouldn't be in the position that they are. The Vikings, which which is what scares me about this team, because they're overachievers. Zimmer is one of the best coaches that I've ever been around. Uh, just had the ability to talk to and spend time with. Uh, and he'll get his guys ready to play, and he'll put together a game plan. So, I mean, coming off a of bye week, you got to expect that um, you know the Bucks have uh, uh, w- will not be missing a beat. You know, mm-hmm. they've got three close losses in the last you know four games. You know, they got blown out by the Saints, yeah. and and nobody else is doing us a favor by beating the Saints while they're without their quarterback. But right. that's neither here nor there. That's a different conversation. Uh, but they've got three close losses. They just got to find a way to push themselves over the edge, stop making those mistakes, uh, and, th- and they'll win this game. I mean, I like the rest of their schedule. I mean, they they they, they should beat Atlanta twice, and they yeah. should beat they should be, beat, beat the, the Lions, they beat the beat the Lions. Yeah. And, and enough said. They're in the playoffs for the first time in you know in eleven years or how many years it's been. But offensively, uh, man, they've got to commit to Rojo. I mean, he's not the he had a bad rookie year. I get it, but he has been so explosive this year. He's a different dude. He's yep. got to touch the rock. He's leading the league in yards per carry. I mean, he, they have got yep. to commit to the run with this guy, especially now you, we're getting to December. You and I have talked about Rojo many yeah. times on air and certainly off the air. Um, I I think in terms of size, speed, and just dynamism with the ball in his hands, I don't know that there's a better guy. I mean, mm-hmm. you can say you can say. Um, uh, you know, Minnesota's guy is is just just as good. Um, Dalvin Cook, yeah. Dalvin Cook, but he's he's not nearly the size of Ronald Jones. Ronald Jones is the type of back that when he if he's on ninety percent in the fourth quarter, guys don't want to hit him. And he's just he's big, strong, yeah. and powerful, yeah. and he can go through you, over you, and around you. 
Um, and I, I, I was impressed with him as a rookie. And I knew he was kind of behind, and he, 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 he wasn't in it like he could have been in it mentally. Um, but I saw the flashes last year, and I, I was expecting what we've seen this year. Um, and the more touches he gets, the better he gets. Um, so, yeah, I'm with you, man. I, I know we, we have a lot of weapons on offense in terms of receivers and tight ends yes. and whatnot. But, it, it, I mean, Bruce has said it, and I saw Bruce over the bye week, and he, it's got to go through Ronald Jones. It has to go well, through Ronald Jones. he's saying it, but he ain't doing it. Yeah, I love well, Bruce, but he's got to yeah, do that's it. On, that's, that's on Byron. That's yeah, on Byron. Know, he's got to commit to it. He's got he's to have the patience to do it. And not a lot of coordinators – have patience to stick with especially the running game, yeah. especially especially when you're behind in a game early. You feel like, oh, I got to chase it and get back in it right now. Nope. Yeah. Nope. That's not how you win football games in the NFL. No doubt. All right, partner. Always great yep. to chat with you, my friend. Uh, look forward Likewise. to chatting as we uh, get closer to uh, Val, the, the Valspar on in, yeah. in late April. Thanks, partner. Can't Appreciate wait, it. Dude. Yep. Be good, JP. Merry Christmas to you and your family. Likewise. Happy holidays, right. dude. We'll see you.